Hey, the Angels lost six in a row, but we're not mad about it, and we'll explain why. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. You can get your Jace case right now at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. My name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Hey, it's our second go-around here at Lockdown Angels, second season almost in the books, and we're happy to be talking Angels baseball every single Monday through Friday with you. On today's show, we're going to give you an update Regarding Shohei Otani, he got the procedure. We'll tell you all about that. And questions that Mike Trout needs to ask Perry and Artie Marino over the offseason. But first, Mike, let's talk about the game. Yesterday, the Angels took the loss to the Tampa Bay Rays 6-2. to One of these teams is going to the playoffs, and one of them is not. And you can probably guess who's not. But... <laughs> You know, we got to talk about this game. There's there's some yep. things that, you know, you got to find joy in the small stuff, don't you? Right, right. And it was a loss, six in a row. They're going to have to go five and six to avoid 90 losses. And so Ooh. hopefully, hopefully they can do that. It's not asking much, right, Angels? But I'm not wait, mad wait. about this game. I'm not mad about this game, Johnny, because of some good things. But you had a thought. Go ahead. I just, I think about 2021 was bad. Yeah. Right? It was bad. 2022 was even worse, even though there was a moment where it was like, hey, they're off to a good start, and then they hit the losing streak. This year, on paper, they have this great team, and that might even be worse than 2022. They have right. gotten progressively worse yep. every single season, Mike. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. It just and goes to show you, it doesn't matter who you put on that field, that as, as long as coaching and, and ownership keep doing the same stuff, nothing's going to change here. Right, and to, to think that we're trying to avoid 90 losses after being seven, eight games over 500 at some point this season. And I know injuries piled up. You did a great uh, social media post on, on Lockdown Angels and Super Halo Bros about all of the injuries. Every team deals with injuries, but right. we've had these like freak injuries. It's why the Angel fans think that this team is cursed. Yeah. And I don't think that we think that it's cursed. I think it is, right? And so yeah. th- this is why the end of the year has been so depressing. And we are looking for some of the, some of the lights in the midst of the darkness. And right before this game started, John, you actually texted me and you said, I don't hate this lineup. So tell me your thoughts behind that. Yeah. Okay. So you had Nolan Shanuel leading off. You had Zach Neto, Brandon Drury, Jared Walsh, Logan O'Hoppy, Joe Adele. I love that top six. Mm. Like, I loved it because uh, let me finish it up. Randall Grichuk, seventh, Brett Phillips, eighth, David Fletcher, ninth. I liked the top six. Now, maybe not necessarily in that order, but with the guys you have, you got to roll out there and let those guys play. The reason I like it is because if you swap out a Randall Grichuk with Taylor Ward or Mickey Moniak, or maybe you you put uh, Walsh in the outfield at some point, he DH'd in the last night's game, you take Brett Phillips and you swap him out with Mike Trout, and then you have David Fletcher, who, who's, let's be honest, he's still doing David Fletcher things. He's popping up to foul, foul ground and whatnot. You put yeah. Luis Renjifo in there, from day one and let Renjifo 
play and have consistency. I had a lot of people respond to me and say, well, is Renhifo going to wait till July to start hitting? No, not if you play him every day. It's right. not a matter of they waited. he waited till July to start hitting. It's that they waited until July to start playing him every single day, and that's why he was heating up. I have not been a Renhifo fan for most of his career, so don't Same. think that I am you know, bowing at the altar of Renhifo, but I look at what's there. I look at the data points here, and I look at the facts, and when that guy gets consistent playing time, that's when you see the Renhifo that we all saw before he got hurt. So I liked this lineup because I'll root for these guys. I'll watch those guys play every day. They'll take a loss like they did last night. I'll watch that every single day because I won't ex- – I, I, when with the teams that we've rolled out, we've expected success – and we've been bummed about failure. On the other hand, I will be I will be surprised and delighted with success and I will not expect failure but go, eh, you know, they're they're figuring it out, they're learning. Yeah. And and that's kind of how I feel about next season to be honest with you whether or not they get Shohei back or not. If, if they continue to roll with guys that we've been waiting to see for a long time, I'm fine with it at the end of the day. And in this game there were a lot of highlights, including Logan O'Hoppy hitting a home run, Zach Neto hitting a home run in front of all of his friends and family who w- came over from Miami out to uh, St. Pete to, to go watch this game. O'Hoppy's 11th home run of the season was the hardest hit ball of his career, which was 110.4 miles per hour. Did you see that it was uh, Benji Molina who has the rookie record for most home runs as an angel in 2000, he hit 14. Hmm. Oh, Hoppy would have way surpassed that if he yeah. had a yeah. full season, man. So you just it gives you so much hope. Uh, and and oh, Hopi uh, for Logan <laughs> Oh, Hoppy. Zach Neto hit that ninth home run to tie the game in the in the eighth. And seeing seeing Maggie Neto out there, seeing his mom in the crowd celebrating, there's such a good moment. She was even uh, discussing Zach when Logan hit his home run too. So it was great to hear from the whole family. Uh, and Joaquin as well, his dad, Joaquin. That was really awesome that they got a chance to catch up with them. John, think back to uh, earlier this year when Ohapi was off to his great start before he got mm-hmm. hurt. You mm-hmm. and I did a show about what are the expected numbers from Logan Ohapi? And we mm-hmm. threw out some numbers. We looked at his expected numbers. We looked at the numbers where he's at, where he's trending. And and the 283 mark was kind of where he was trending. About 20, 15 to 20 home runs was where he was trending. And maybe 60 to 70 RBIs. Can you imagine what this will be like for him next year, being healthy, yeah. having a full season? I, I think that he could be a really great backstop for the halos a benji molina like backstop but i think that he actually could push those numbers further benji was so good for us but i look at like what adley rutschman has done for the orioles and yes. and i think that ohapi can have that that same impact and, star catchers that's the thing star right, catchers right and i think that zach netto could have that sort of impact as well and mm-hmm. zach netto with a full season. I mean, he hit his ninth home run last night. He's got 31 RBIs. I think this guy has the potential to hit in the the maybe high 15, 280s 20. and yeah. low 290s and have 15 to 20 home runs. And I do like him batting second because he handles the bat so well. Mm-hmm. And then you think about you think about Sean Owell. I mean, the guy is now 23 straight games has reached base. That's such an, an incredible stat. And the fact that this guy was in college just three or four months ago mm-hmm. is just remarkable to the individual. And and I think that this guy is going to be somebody to look out for. And 
to be able to play good defense at first base, but to be a leadoff hitter, that's the, been the thing that the Angels just have not had. They haven't had that prototypical leadoff hitter yeah. for a really long time since maybe Sean Figgins, right? Can you think of anybody right. else? <laughs> no, I really can't think of anybody else. Uh, when it comes to, like, Joe Adele had a double in this one. It was great to see him back and, and you know, already slugging, which is great to see. Brandon Drury is going to be back next season. So uh, the fact that he, you know, he had, he went two for three with a double in this one. And I, I'm also thinking about like Jared Walsh. Obviously, they're going to have to tender him a contract if they want to keep him around. Um, and he went 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. Yeah. We've seen that before from Jared Walsh. Right. But, you know, he also went back to back nights with home runs. So that's what you're going to get out of a guy who's got power like that. Um, and, and he's still figuring out. He had the, a great article with Sam Blum talking about his journey. Mike, he said, I, it's so funny because right before that article came out, I said, I want to hear from Jared Walsh himself that he feels better. Yeah. And sure enough, that's what he said in that article. So I thought that was interesting as well. I, I think it's worth offering him a contract. And I think it's worth having him be a fourth outfielder and maybe hmm. a, uh, a, a backup first baseman next mm -hmm. season and then i think you allow him to kind of work his way into uh this lineup and if he's hitting you put him in and if he's not then you then you take him out because his defense is so good at first base but he is also not too bad in the outfield and and let's mm -hmm. say that shohei doesn't come back you've got that dh spot that you can right. rotate people around and i think shauna hitting at the dh spot and then having walshy play first base you've got a really good bat in the lineup with Sean Owell, and then you have a really good first baseman. I think it's a win-win. And if they're going to try to figure it out next year, I think having Jared Walsh on this team and allowing him to figure it out, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being the 2020 version of Walsh or the even the 2021 version of Walsh mm. if he's given the opportunity. And as you said, he says he feels better, and that's good. That's yeah. good news. I love Jared Walsh in the clubhouse. I think that he is a, a very vocal leadership style guy too. That yeah. a lot of us don't see. Yeah, uh, just the fact that he does so much outreach with the Angels um, is a great thing. Mike Sandoval start five innings pitch, five hits, two runs uh, that came on the home run, three walks, and seven Ks on hundred hundred pitches. Fine, uh, a better. Yeah. Sandoval outing than yeah. we've certainly seen. It's a good the fifth starter line. I, I like that. I, I like that he also didn't get thrown completely when Rosarena hit the home run. He didn't actually yeah. fall apart because he has in the last few starts. And and this is this is you know good against the the Rays. The Rays are a really good team, so yeah. you should be able to con compete and and contend and stay in the game if your pitchers are going to at least give you five innings and hold a really good team to two runs. And and so high five to Sandoval. We've been really hard on him. I've been hard on him. High five to Sandoval doing well it was the pitch count that was high but john i will exchange a high pitch count if sandoval can go five innings and keep the runs at a minimum because that's what he yeah. was doing last year and we were talking about man if he could just get his pitch count down he could go a bit deeper but maybe this is who he is maybe he's yeah, this guy that strikes out a lot of people but can only go five maybe six innings yeah the pitch efficiency isn't there but the the results are there in terms of a a fine start out of yeah. sandoval then you had ben joyce come in Get a couple of strikeouts, a couple walks there. You had Jose Soriano come in. Again, guys who are all going to be here next year that we're actually interested in watching. You know who I'm not interested in watching in this one? And See I'm ya. not going to say nice things See about ya. Aaron Loop. <laughs> is the fact that Aaron Loop gave the lead right back to the Rays yeah. and it ended up being a 6-2 to two loss. So bye-bye, Aaron Loop. It's been nice knowing you. And, uh, you know, you get, you'll do great on another team and you'll probably go to the playoffs with them because you'll be so much better. But that's just uh, <laughs> that's how it goes sometimes. Hey, there's 11 games left. 
for the Halos. 11 games to cover, 11 games to watch. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. Yeah. Uh, the Angels are playing the Rays again at 3.40 Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, what questions are Mike, is Mike Trout going to have for Artie Marino and Perry Manassian? Well, we've, we've thought up some, and uh, maybe if Mike, if you're listening, if you're out there, Mr. Trout, We've got some questions that we'd like you to ask as well. So we'll talk about that coming right up. Johnny, today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. Have you tried Sleeper yet? Because actually a whole lot of fun. And the, the thing that I've been like nervous about is, is making the right picks because yes. Sleeper actually allows you to pick players that, you know, are they going to overperform or are they going to underperform? And the pressure the pressure, John. I, I felt the pressure. And then you can actually, you can you can win up to 100 times your money. So it's a fantasy app, but you can also win resources, which is fantastic. And if you get your picks right, you can win big. And it works really fast. Your entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. And if you win, there's safe and fast withdrawals on all payouts. So if you haven't downloaded the Sleeper app, we've been talking about it. And since we've been talking about it, you should at least give it a try. You can download it today. Uh, go go to uh, the Apple Store or the Google Play Store, download it. And when you do, just use our promo code Locked On when you sign up and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Check out Sleeper today. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Lockdown Everydayers, don't forget that we'll be recapping tonight's game against the Rays tomorrow. And on Friday, you can join us for Fan Mail Friday. Get your questions in. You can reach out to us on social media at Lockdown Angels, at Super Halo Bros, or you can leave a message in the video comments below the YouTube show. Or you can give our voicemail line a call. The number is in the episode description. Uh, always there for you 24-7. So if you're awake at night and you can't sleep and you got to talk about the Halos, call our voicemail line, leave us a message, keep it around 30 seconds, and we'll get it on the show. Hey, t- uh, t- today the Angels are playing the Rays at 3.40 Pacific time. Catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Procedure was the buzzword yesterday. It was the secret word on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, <laughs> procedure. And everybody screamed. Yeah, uh, because Shohei had a procedure done yesterday. So this is from his agent. He said that the final decision and the type of procedure was made with a heavy emphasis on the big picture. Shohei wanted to make sure the direction taken gave him every opportunity to hit and pitch for many years to come. And the doctor who performed the procedure said the ultimate plan after uh, deliberation with Shohei was to repair the issue at hand and to reinforce the healthy ligament in place while adding viable tissue for the longevity of the elbow. Remember, this is the second time that this has happened to Shohei. And so uh, they said, I fully expect a full recovery and for him to be ready to hit without any restrictions, opening day, 2024, and then to hit and pitch come 2025. Shohei right now is resting and in good spirits and excited to be on the road to recovery. So, so is this Tommy John? Is this not Tommy John? Right. I'm, That's I'm why little... procedure was the word of the day, right? Because we're not I'm really little... sure. It feels like they sort of like he's like Robocop or he's like the 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 million dollar man. Like they they, they took we can rebuild they him. him. <laughs> they put him back together again, right? He's Humpty Dumpty, I guess. And so know, they were right? able to get all the stuff. Th- this this actually the language reminds me of when. Kobe Bryant went to uh, went to Europe after he hurt his knee, and they did a procedure where they put in something in his knee, and then like it, it almost it almost sounded like it was like chelation, mm. where you would have 
new blood platelets that would go through your heart and through your body. They did something similar to Kobe's knee and he came back and he was fine. Mm -hmm. This is kind of what this sounds like. Obviously mm -hmm. they did some surgery, but they helped solidify some of the tissue and uh, Shohei was pleased with it. And it sounds like that recovery process isn't going to be like Tommy John. He'll actually be able to come back pretty, pretty soon, maybe sooner rather than later. You know what? I'm I'm silly because I see our note that Jeff Fletcher said this is not a traditional Tommy John surgery. It was a reconstruction. It was a repair. So that yeah. adds some clarity. You know, it's funny. Our, our friend who is a minor league pitcher for the Marlins also had to have Tommy John surgery. And I was shocked at how quickly mm. he came back from his recovery, Mike. And, and he said, every surgery is different. I know yeah. that everybody thinks Tommy John, you know, oh, see you in a year and a half, two years. But he was back within the year, and I was shocked at how quickly he recovered. So, again, with Otani, he probably, you know, regenerates like, uh, like uh, you know, the T-2000s in Terminator 2, or, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. All but, of these references are fantastic. <laughs> I know. Here's what Shohei had to say on his Instagram. He said, I had a procedure done on my elbow earlier this morning, and everything went well. Thank you very much for everyone's prayers and kind words. It was very unfortunate that I couldn't finish out the year on the field, but I will be rooting on the boys until the end. I will work hard as I can and do my best to come back on the diamond stronger than ever. Go Halos. Oh, he's go coming back. Halo. He's coming back. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> he's coming back. He said go Halos. That's it right there. He said go ahead. Did you did you see the inflection? Did he wait? Did he emphasize go? Or did he emphasize point halos right where, where, where was the inflection point john <laughs> the emphasis now two ex exclamation points Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah so here's the breakdown he's still not going to pitch until 2025 and if right. you think about you know he had his surgery sometime in 2018 he didn't come back and hit until may of 2019 yeah then he tried to pitch at the beginning of 2020 and it did not work out well 2021 he was fine so right. really if you think about that two and a half to almost three year mark to get right as a pitcher that's quite a long time but they're aiming for 2025 mm -hmm. to where he'll be able to hit and pitch mike what type of pitcher is he going to be in 2025 is it going to be the same kind of otani that we're used to the the unicorn is he going to get back to being the unicorn I, I think he will be back to being the unicorn and i think he'll be back to being the unicorn at the end of 2025 maybe 2026 i think mm. that what we learned from Shohei's time with the Angels is that it's going to take some time to build back up. And remember, he was younger at the time, and it was yeah. still an experiment. I only, I, I think that the only thing that would change my mind is when he came back, it was a COVID year, so there wasn't it was the, weird. the same rhythm. It was no. weird, right? And so I think that that actually might be different now for him. He could potentially be the unicorn in 2025. I just would say let's wait until July maybe of 2025 to well, see who too. he really is. Yeah, um, I think he's going to need some time and 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 work it through. I I don't think that this is going to affect him as a hitter at all because no. we saw that it didn't affect him while he was hurt this no. year and all, also when he was hurt in 2018. So I don't think it's going to affect him at all. I think he's going to be a great hitter. His power might be down. And I noticed that when he was hitting after he did hurt his elbow, he did lose some power. He was hitting more doubles. It's, Maybe that it's, was intentional. But. It's funny though, because he was a much more consistent hitter uh, at the end of 2018 and into 2019. You see 
he had some of the best, like I think 2019 for a while was like the best batting average yeah. he had in his entire yeah. Angels tenure. So it seemed like he, he traded more consistent hits for power as he you know started to do what he's done since and that's maturity i think i think yeah. that's maturity as you grow his body's a bit bigger all of those things but i wonder if it will affect his power maybe he ends up hitting 52 doubles next year and not 52 home runs right Can't complain about that right uh -uh. as long as as long as that slugging number is up baby i i, I love to see it Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Jace Medical. We've been talking also about Jace for a while here on Lockdown Angels. And Jace gives you an opportunity to take control of your medical care and treatment because we've been through pandemics and natural disasters and they have the potential to cut you off from the treatment that you need. That's why Jace was created. They are a company that helps you get all of your medical needs and helps you to get them quickly and and right when you need them. Uh, all you need to do is fill out their online form and one of their board certified physicians will review what you put down and they'll determine what medications are safe and appropriate for you and for your family. Then they send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies and they'll fill your Jace order and then they'll mail it to your home. And then if you have any questions, they have personal physicians that will answer any of those questions right when you need it. So you can call them, you can message them. It's actually a really fantastic deal. Uh, Jace Medical, it's why they offer what's called the Jace Case. And you can save more than $360 by getting the life-saving antibiotics that you need with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using our promo code LOCKEDON. One of our LOCKEDON hosts uh, is, is dating a nurse and messaged us yesterday and said, when my, when my girlfriend got this, she went, wow, this is actually really good stuff. And so so take it from locked on. This is actually a really good thing for you. So visit jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Mike, have you ever had a conversation with a boss and you just had to ask some really tough questions about, you know, where are we going? What's next? That sort of thing. I'm sure you have. I know that I have in my career as well. And it's something that we have felt for a long time that Mike Trout needs to do mm -hmm. with both Artie Marino and GMPM, Perry Manassian. Now we know that Trout has been very active in the conversations and the moves that have taken place in the off season. It seems like Perry always includes him in those conversations. I think Epler probably included him in those conversations as well. So Trout, is very involved in the future of the team. He's very invested in the future of the team. He wants to know what's going to be coming down the line in the next season. And year over year, uh, the team has has fallen short. So now that we've kind of hit this point of, I don't know, the culmination of all of the bad de decisions for the last 10 years, 15 years, in terms of, you know, the lack of minor league development and, and all the things that they needed to be doing. We're kind of at that breaking point. So I feel like Trout's questions are going to be more important than ever. Questions that Mike Trout should ask Artie Marino. What are your future plans? Yeah. Are you keeping this team? Are you selling this team? That's got to be question number one, because right. Artie has been so wishy-washy about that in the past where he was going to sell and then he just isn't going to sell. And there's word from about three people close to Artie that he's not going to sell this year. We'd all like him to sell. <laughs> I think that the Angels front office knows how fans feel about Artie Marino at this point. 
he's lived long enough to see himself become the villain, Mike, in the ter- in the words of <laughs> uh, Dark Knight. So, yep. uh, so I think that is first and foremost one of the most important questions Trout needs to ask is, "Hey, yep. what are your plans for this team? Are you are you staying or are you going?" Yeah, I think that would be one A. That'd be question one A, right? And question one B should be, "What are you planning to do with Shohei, mm-hmm. and how can mm-hmm. I help?" Because there really hasn't been much communication. The only thing that we've heard from Artie was earlier this year when he said, yeah, we haven't really had a conversation with Shohei. And everybody went, what? You, you I'm, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. We haven't had a conversation with Shohei. And then he said that they probably wouldn't have enough money to compete with other teams to to bring him back. That was another yeah. element of yeah. it as well. Dumb, right? And so Dumb. if I'm Mike Chow, that's what I'm asking. I'm asking, are you going to sell this team? Or are you not going to sell this team? And then I'm also asking about Shohei Otani. What other questions, Johnny? Any other questions you would ask Artie if you're Mike Trout? What have you done, Artie? What have you done <laughs> to this franchise? It because... could get really personal, right? It could be it could become a really personal conversation. And I think that it actually would be a really good emotional, personal conversation. I think it'd be good for Trout. And I think it'd be good for Artie. I think Artie needs to hear from Mike about his disappointment, if Mike is disappointed. And I would assume that he is. But yeah. I think he needs to hear Mike's emotion. I think he needs to see Mike's emotion. And I think Mike needs to say to him, this is why I signed here, because we committed to this. And and what are we doing to make this organization a winning organization? Yeah, You can't say that you want to win. I want to win, Mike. I want a million dollars. I want that. But I'm yeah. not going to get it if right. I don't do the things I need to do to get a million dollars. And Artie Marino saying, oh, I want to win. Well, then show us, because yep. according to MLB Network Radio, you had a salary cap on your freaking GM search when you hired yeah. Perry Manassian. Other <laughs> GMs and assistant GMs were making more money yeah. than the lead GM at <laughs> at the Angels. So it's stuff like that that is all of this penny-pinching penny and, and short shorting things that need to have investment in them. You can't do that. That doesn't yeah. tell me that you want to win. Yeah, Johnny, I think when it comes to Perry Manassian, Trout, there's, I would say, maybe four or five questions that if I'm Mike Trout, I would ask. The first one I would ask is, what are the plans for next year and the future of this team? Are we going to win? What's the strategy? What are we doing? Are we running with the young guys? How are we going to make sure mm-hmm. that these young guys can sustain what we're trying to do? Mm-hmm. And and I think along those same lines, who's going to manage us? And who's yeah. going to coach us? Because those questions have to get answered. And Artie, selling, not selling, selling, not selling, is the reason why they got stuck with Phil Nevin, right? right? And I say stuck because I don't think he's been a great manager. I spoke no. yesterday with a friend of ours, uh, we, we call him Buddy, and and he's a kind of casual Angel fan. And he even said, man, Phil's terrible. And he's a casual fan. He even noticed, and he brought up the Cal Raleigh decision when he took out oh, yeah. Suarez and, and, and brought in Herget. He goes, that was just a dumb decision. And he's the casual fan. Here you and I are watching it, and Locked On Everydayers are watching it. And we noticed that, but even the casual fans noticed that. So I think he needs to ask those questions like, Who's, who's managing us and who's going to coach us? And are we going to get people that are actually going to help us to become better? What about our, what about our like metrics and what about our strategy and what about the deep dive numbers? And are we going to bring people in that actually know how to coach us and that are going to look at us and go, Hey, this is better. Extend more swing this way. You're dipping your shoulder, that type of stuff. It matters. And I think Mike needs to push on that stuff. Absolutely. Because I, I think Mike is the epitome of the kind of baseball player who understands the mechanics of the game and how they need to be implemented into the way a guy throws or the way a guy swings or the way a guy does this or that extension. We keep talking about that because yep. of the Lucas Giolito and Aaron loop thing. Yep. Um, I feel like I struck gold having that conversation. Right. And the fact that that's, you know, I, I, it was just reaffirmed by the fact that that's what the guardians did for Giolito 
who's missing this stuff? Who's not getting yeah. it? It's not getting, I've said this before, it's not getting through, Mike. And right. so I just don't right. understand how the Angels miss this stuff. Now, I think the last question is, Mike Trout's going to ask, if I want off this team, are you going to let me go to the team that I want? Yeah. I think that's a big question. I don't yeah. know that Trout asked for a trade. I don't know. I mean, you, you consider life circumstances. You consider where he's at in his career. Obviously, he still wants to win something, and probably here is not going to be the place to do that, at least next year or the year after that. At the same time, I'd love to see him be around these young guys. I'd love to see him you know, invest in the future that's currently, you know, the guys that we're excited about. Yep. Ohapi, Neto, yep. even even Joe Adele. Joe Adele spent all season in the minors. I know he was hurt, but you and I have clamored over and over again. Give that guy a full season in the minors. Let him cook and see what he does next year. I'd love to know if Trout wants to stay or if he wants to go. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, they're playing the race today at 340, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, the best way you can help us out, hit that like button, that subscribe button, leave a comment below the video if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on the audio side, come on over to the video side and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. It's the best way to get a hold of us right away. Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? So we talked about what Trout would ask. How would Artie and GMPM answer? We're going to share our thoughts on what they would say to Mike Trout. If it was full honesty, we're going to share that tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Honesty hour tomorrow on Locked honesty on Angels? Honesty hour. It's not How about honesty not confession half hour. hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Thanks for being here until tomorrow's show. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>